Welcome everybody to Wrestling with the Week, a pop culture chokeslam through the heart-shaped bed of the last seven days. I'm your host, James Willems, joined as always by Scorpio Sky. James, what a week. I've what a got week. my Nespresso coffee here with yeah. me. It's a beautiful day here in Southern California. What more can you ask for? And episode five, we're not canceled yet. We're not still canceled here. yet. Not canceled yet. That's. I'm glad you brought that up. You have your espresso. I have my. Uh, uh, I think it's a Target candle that I huff. So we both have our methods. But I'm glad that you mentioned uh, not canceled yet because uh, we aren't. Number one, like you said. Number two, not only are we not canceled, we're capitalizing on being not canceled. So Go on. we mentioned last time that we have. They with that might that might be a good T-shirt idea. And I think a theme that is kind of happening with this show is we mention things and then they manifest. It's like monkey's paw. And so uh, so we actually have some T-shirts that are our not canceled T-shirts. Huh. And our producer, Eric, he got these he got these put together and there were three of them. He sent them to you and I each individually and you and I each preferred a different one. <laughs> so. I, I think they all look great, but yes. we want to put it out here and we kind of want to see uh, what people think and whichever one people prefer will be available to purchase. So, uh, so yeah, you, you yes. I believe, preferred the white, white, and then the yellow. The not canceled yet, right? Yes. Little parentheses. Yes. One? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I all think right. uh, they, we definitely, let's get the audience involved. This is an audience-involved show. So please, if you go over there, get on the Twitter machine, jump on the Instagrams, WWTWPOD, and tweet us and comment. Mm -hmm. We are going to put it to a vote. Whoever, uh, whatever you guys like, that's what we're going to put out there because obviously we want you to buy it. So yeah, let's just, let's, I'm good with either one. Honestly, either they're both really cool. And uh, wouldn't that like be like, imagine if, uh, say like by episode six, we sell like, I don't know, like. 6,000 shirts and then we get canceled. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be ironic. Yeah. yeah I guess that's be... why we put the yet in there. <laughs> People True. could just scratch that part out. It should be a decal that you could put the yet on. Um, no, yeah, I think it's fun. And I honestly, like, I think it's a fun part of the show. One of my favorite parts of the show is we kind of always open it with something that's audience interactive. There's always some sort of like, it's not a game, but like, it's like a fun interactivity element to the whole show. And I, I really like that. I'd like to keep ways to keep figuring that out. So throwing that back up again, if you have things you want to suggest to us, stories you want to talk about, we're always open. We're always listening. Um, we have a lot of stuff we want to talk about today. We have some shoes. We, some shoes, mythical shoes have reappeared. Um, they're back. And uh, we also want to talk about wrestlers and politics. We, of course, want to talk about what happened on Dynamite. Uh, but uh, yeah, just jumping right in. Sky, you were on a pretty cool podcast. It, maybe not as cool as this podcast, but I mean, in terms of guesting, uh, what, what's that all about? Uh, you must be talking about the AEW Unrestricted podcast, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep, I did yep. the show with Aubrey and Tony Schiavone. Mm -hmm. A little bit of a uh, background. Uh, ever since Tony joined AEW, every time I see him, I shout at the top of my lungs. When I see him for the first time, it's always, Tony Schiavone! And he's like, Scorpio <laughs> Sky! So mm -hmm. that's, just, uh, that's just my thing. So... Uh, yeah, and, and obviously I love Aubrey, so it was fun to sit down and chat with them. Yeah, so you guys kind of just like shoot shit about wrestling and talking about everything, and and uh, did, you, did you pull any information back, any good podcast strategies? Do they give you the lowdown on like what they're doing, how they're, you know, because if we don't want to be canceled, we probably want to learn from the best. Quite the opposite. They actually behind the scenes kept asking me like, what's the secret? What are you guys oh, like no. doing? It's like, you guys are killing it. It's the best podcast in the history of the world. And <sighs> we just want to know. I think that's per like secretly. I think that's why they had me on the show. They wanted to, you know, dip their toe into a little bit of greatness. Is it possible that we could be the first, you know, wrestling obviously has rivalries, but podcasts <laughs> don't. 
is there a world where we create the first true podcast rivalry and and then and then we have these interwoven storylines and then ultimately when things kind of open back up again we do a live show where we have our podcast going against their podcast it's i mean there's something to be said here i think i mean maybe we can figure this out automatically in my head i picture like myself walking through the dressing room and then like seeing Tony Schiavone across the dressing room and he's just like, Uh Oh yeah. Just staring me down, you know, just like giving me those eyes. But I actually really like the idea of the live podcast. Um, You know, when we used to do our pay-per-views in front of fans, Mm -hmm. there was always a whole weekend of events and Conrad Thompson, another great podcaster would, uh, would host events called Starcast, And it was like Thursday through Sunday and one of the things they would do was have live podcasts in front of fans. So I think once, uh, you know, things get back to being mm-hmm. a little bit more normal and, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, StarCast will return. We can do wrestling with the week in front of people. That would be so much fun. That'd be really cool. That'd be a lot of fun. We'd see all those shirts, tattered, tattered, oh, not yeah. canceled shirts out there. <laughs> It'd be a blast. I love um, it. Speaking of style, though. Um, every single week we always kind of check in on my style and your style, though mine doesn't change very much and, and yours is kind of always ever evolving. Um, but I want to make sure to bring to your attention that there is a shoe update for me. Um, no, I haven't purchased any, but we did find out that the Adidas Yeezy foam runner black shoes. Oh my. They're back, baby. Look at those. So. You you love you love good shoes. You love nice shoes. Obviously, you know they wouldn't sell these things if they weren't cool. So tell me tell me what's happening. What are your thoughts? I think they're gonna sell because mm-hmm. Yeezy is a brand. Kanye West is a brand. Mm-hmm. I have a pair, a couple of pairs of Yeezys myself. Even though I I almost feel like I can't wear them right now because like Kanye is just so mm-hmm. out there that I just, I don't know if it's uh, appropriate, but <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. but I mean, looking at those shoes, those are some of the ugliest shoes I've ever seen in my life. They look like some type of slime creature is attacking you from the feet up. Mm-hmm. And I would never, ever, ever wear those. Wait, Yeezy isn't like a sponsor of the show, is it? Not yet. Okay, but, okay. But I would yeah, never ever wear those unless he becomes a sponsor of I was going to say yeah, if, honestly if I was sent a free pair of those shoes I would probably I would probably wear them. I just they look like this is going to go full nerd. But if if Crocs were Eddie Brock, those look like him infected with the sim- Venom symbiote. That's what it looks like. <laughs> and I hate that- Crocs, by the way. Jungle yeah. Boy is so on the Crocs, and I give him so much heat every single time. I'm like, bro, you got to mm-hmm. stop with the Crocs. He's like, they're just really comfortable, man. I love them. And it's like, that's a weird Jungle Hold Boy. Hold on. I was going to say, is that how Jungle Boy says? He kind of <laughs> talks like that, though. He kind of yeah. does. He, okay. Like, that, his, his voice, like, um, he sounds like that Buffalo wasn't Bill. quite. Clary Starlight. He kind of, yeah. Like, just okay. make it younger. You know, okay, like my right. voice was a little bit too old for like, you know, it was a little bit like grizzled. But like if we could just like, like I don't know, they're just really calm. I don't know, man. They're really comfortable. I don't know. I'm working okay. on it. I'm working All on right. it. Like, but that's, yeah, yeah. he kind of talks like that. He yeah. loved, but he loves Crocs though. He loves Crocs. I don't get it. I'm, I don't get like, it. Again, I'm not a shoe guy and I never, I never purport to have a good sense of style in any of that. But I also feel like you have to be in like an almost anti- style to wear crocs just the idea of those plastic things on my feet sweating up just sweating up my feet and just being disgusting it just doesn't appeal to me at all ew gross (laughs) that's just like yeah i don't i don't get it but you know hey to each their own you know if that's is that what he digs uh, that's what he digs Mm -hmm. but yeah uh you know going back to uh the whole um uh, style. I mm-hmm. did pick up a new pair of shoes this past <laughs> week, which I haven't bought in uh, shoes in a little while. It's so uh-huh. strange. Yeah. And I do happen to have them right here. These babies. <laughs> Ooh-wee! Jordan what? one band. This. Oh yeah, yeah. We That's... were talking about it last week. Yeah, I had to get mm-hmm. this pair. I mean, I'm so excited to wear these, man. Like, such a beautiful shoe. This. Did you? I don't know if we, we've mentioned it, but the Jordan one is my favorite shoe ever. 
ever. Okay. Okay. Uh, I just feel like the silhouette is so good. Um, the shape of it. These are the mids. They come in highs, and uh, and I just feel I don't know. They're like they're casual. They're sporty. Uh, they they they. You could dress them up. You could dress them down. They're just so. They're such a great shoe. I love them. When when I close my eyes and imagine shoes, well, the first thing I picture are the Yeezy foam foam runners. But like the <laughs> the second thing I picture are those Jordans. Like even the color scheme, like the the color palette, the Chicago Bulls um color palette and stuff like that it's just very that just feels like that's how shoes look <laughs> that's it's it's did, iconic yeah it is like it is you, jordan sure wore these when he was like killing the league man so mm -hmm. it's like it's cool and again and to get even more specific again like i said these are the mids mm -hmm. uh they make them uh they're called mids you know this is where basically the top uh, cuts yeah. off. They have uh, highs that actually come a little higher, mm -hmm. but the mids are my favorite because I, I do feel sometimes that the, the high Jordan ones are just a little too high and they almost have that like boot type of look to mm -hmm. them. And they're cool sometimes, but comfort wise, look wise, I really like the mids. So mm -hmm. uh, I haven't worn these yet. You can lick the bottom as we say yeah. in sneaker culture. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to rock those. Maybe I'll take them on the road next week or something. Can I ask, did you, did you have to buy them from a reseller or were you able to get, were you to get them? I don't know. I like, I don't know. <laughs> I get a lot of my shoes off StockX, uh, okay. which is an app that it's like a sneakers app. There's, there's goat and there's StockX, and you can mm -hmm. uh, purchase a lot of shoes. And the cool thing about StockX uh, and those types of apps is they verify that the shoe is legitimate. So the seller, uh, you buy them. Uh, mm -hmm. They don't ship directly to you. They ship to StockX. Okay. And then StockX will verify that they're real before sending them to you. So this is actually my second pair I bought because the first pair must not have been real or just didn't pass protocol. Uh, and they canceled the order and refunded me. So then mm -hmm. I just went and bought these and, and they got to me pretty quickly. And they are here and they are mine. And this is like my... Gosh, I don't know, 20-something pair of Jordan 1s possibly? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, if you love them and mean something to you and you can only wear them once because as soon as you get a scuff on the bottom, you're throwing them out. That's what you got to do, right? That's what you got to do. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, hey, wow. hey, a lot. A <laughs> That's going to be a of, gift. I was going to say a lot of people have made made careers for themselves by licking certain things, uh, mostly game controllers. But in this case, you might get a career for yourself licking the bottom of very clean shoes very nice shoes i don't know about that mm -hmm. <laughs> speaking of game controllers yeah how much money do you think uh the gaming industry makes off replacement controllers because i don't know about you but there have been many times where i just wanted to break my controller and i and i and i and that's a recent thing maybe just mm -hmm. in the last few months like at one point like i like I would get mad and I'd throw the controller, but I but mm -hmm. it was like a it was a controlled temper tantrum. So I yeah. would like throw it on the couch yep, <laughs> to make sure trick. it doesn't like that's just classic like, gamer trick. Yeah, that's throw it on the couch so trick. it has yeah. a, a nice soft landing. But mm -hmm. then recently, like uh, or not recently, but you know, in the last couple of months, there have been a few times where first it was thrown on the couch, but I threw it a little bit too hard, so it would bounce off the couch and smash on the ground. I'm like, damn it. Or yeah. then sometimes it's just like, okay, whatever. Like, there's nothing I can do. But yeah, I mean, that's got to be a big, like, industry, right? Replacement I feel like, controllers? yeah, it, it, it must be. And also controllers are getting more and more complex. Like, even the difference you saw between the PS4 and the PS5. Like, one controller came from space and was left behind for like the aliens left it behind for us to find the other PS4 controller, you know, like they're, they're way more complex. They have glowing lights and stuff and sensitivities and like the, the rumble and stuff that, what is it? I don't even remember what it's called. The PS five's feedback system, but like they're way more complex. This is, this is my go-to controller, which is a uh, Xbox elite controller. Holy cow. Look at that. Well, I don't even I know if you've ever, dealt with any of these before but like it has switches on the back that allow you to determine how much how hard you have to press on the shoulder buttons and then if you want i don't even have the case here it came with a case and if you want you can like pop these out and replace them with bigger longer ones if you prefer <sighs> more height or you can pop the d-pad off so that way you can replace it with a different d-pad and it also like you could kill a man with this controller like you could oh smash God. a skull in with the weight of this controller oh but God. at the same time 
at the same time, if this broke, I'm like, now I'm out like $250 or something. So big time. So are you very careful when you do your gaming temper tantrums, right? Well, I mean, you, you nailed the, you, you hit the nail on the head because if you want to survive as a gamer, you have to manage that rage because you can't stop the anger from coming. You're going to lose a match. You're going to play a game. You're going to get killed online and you're going to get pissed off. But that's what you you're doing the exact right thing, which is throw it at the couch. And then and then in even you, you're learning like you're like, oh, but if I throw it at the pillow, then it's going to fall on the floor. So when I get up and throw it at the couch, you got to aim for the wedge in the four cushions because that's where it catches. It's like when you're, it's like <laughs> it's brilliant. like I mean, if you're if you're going to if you're going to get slammed in the ring. Hope you get slammed in the center of the ring as opposed to on the apron because it's going to hurt a lot more on the apron, right? So yeah, uh, by the way, the same idea. Go ahead. Jumping subjects for a second, Mm -hmm. and this is just literally for a second. They always say like the apron is the hardest part of the ring, right? Mm -hmm. They're always like, "Oh man, he slammed him on the hardest part of the ring." I'm like, "No, it's not." Isn't the ring post harder? <laughs> the ring right? post would be harder. Yeah, <laughs> that's the hardest part of the ring. Yeah, uh, it's just a really small observation that I should. Yeah, you know, probably should have I... kept to myself, but whatever. No, it makes sense. It's a fair <laughs> point. Uh, I'll make sure to tell Jim Ross next time he claims that the pile driver that someone just endured on the apron couldn't could have been much worse if he was standing on the turnbuckle and pile drove him onto the I love Jim ring Ross. post. Yeah. Jim Ross is always really nice to me, and he's he's just uh, yeah he's sweetheart, and and he's a legend, right? You know, yeah. like yeah, he's Jim Ross is great. I love it. I I have only one personal Jim Ross story, and it's that he was in Los Angeles for some reason, and I was in Los Angeles at the same time, and I found out that he was he Jim Ross was in the lobby of a hotel near where I was eating dinner, and I was like, oh, so then I. I was like, eh, it's right there. I walked over, looked at him, and then my wife was like, you should go talk to him. You should go, like, ask him for a photo or something like that. Like, you love Jim Ross. And I was like, I do, but I don't want to bother Jim Ross. And then I turned around and left the lobby, even though he probably would have been the nicest, like, more more than anything accommodating. <laughs> but I was like, I saw Jim Ross there. I did it. And I I, I, I got to tell <laughs> I probably shouldn't tell this story, but he Are might kill me. But I don't think he listens to the show. So this uh, this well, video this <laughs> this podcast is going to be 15 minutes long because of all the stuff we had to cut out after the fact. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the days after an AEW show, I think we were in Philly or something when mm-hmm. life was a little bit more normal. We were all hanging out at the bar, and um, you know we had we all had a few soda pops, so you know we were we were opening, and Jr. and I were just chatting and talking it up and, and I had heard on his podcast he was saying that he had just redone his kitchen or whatever and mm-hmm. and so we were talking about that and he's like I got a girl coming over this weekend and I was like uh I was like oh yeah that's great he's like yeah I'm about, uh, about to cook dinner for her in a new kitchen and and then he hits one of the best lines ever he says I told him I make great dinner but I make better breakfast wow. <laughs> and I was like oh yes sir <laughs> Does he have, do you know if he has like a, a hat rack next to his bed that he can basically take his hat off, hang it, and then go to sleep and then wake up and then put the hat back on immediately? Do you think it's the first and last thing? <laughs> it might be. I don't know. Uh, okay. He's, got, All right, well. he's, uh, he's always in that hat, though. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's, I think he travels with it. Uh, I think I've seen him in the airport with it. I think. I mean, it's yeah. better. What are you going to do? Check it? Like, you can't check yeah. that. So, yeah, I you guess he probably it. does wear it almost all the time. But yeah, JR's great, man. He's a. Uh, I always like having JR call my matches. Mm-hmm. I, I really want. I really want to try his breakfast now. This episode of Wrestling with the Week has been brought to you by Honey. These days, it feels like online shopping is the only shopping we really do. That's where today's sponsor, Honey, comes into play. It's the free browsing extension that scours the internet for promo codes and automatically tests them when you're checking out. Honey is basically your online shopping best friend. Here's how it works. You get Honey on your computer for free in two easy clicks. Then, when you're checking out of one of its over 30,000 supported sites, Honey pops up and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Just wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons of that site and if it finds working codes, it'll apply it to your cart. Honey has found its over 17 million members over two 
billion in savings and supports all kinds of retailers, from tech and gaming sites to fashion brands to even food delivery. It's simple. If you have a computer, Honey should be on it. It's free and works with whatever browser you use. You can get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com week. That's joinhoney.com W-E-E-K so they know we sent you. Give it a try and see how much you'll save today. Thanks to Honey for supporting today's episode. This episode of Wrestling with the Week is brought to you by Upstart. You know that credit card? The one you've been afraid to look and see what the balance is? Well, if you've been avoiding your debt, it's time to confront it. Upstart can help you face it and finally pay it off. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get simple fixed monthly payments. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners because they assess more than just your credit score. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate up front for loans from $1,000 to $50,000. You can get approved the same day and can receive funds as fast as one business day. If debt is taking over your life, it's time to get a fresh start with Upstart. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com week. That's upstart.com slash W-E-E-K. Don't forget to use the URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash week to get started. But anyway... It's not, it's not I what think you he think. has a house in Jacksonville, so we, we can, maybe we can, maybe he'll invite us over sometime. Maybe. I'll tell you, actually, uh, do you ever watch Shot of Brandy? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, Brandy uh, Brandy's YouTube show uh, where mm-hmm. she cooks. I was on the show once. It's so much fun. It's a really fun show to watch. I recommend anybody go check that out. Um, she had JR on one episode, and I thought what they made was amazing. And it was actually a really cool episode. Like, you can actually learn some really good recipes from that show. And, and for anyone that doesn't know, uh, basically what it is is Shot of Brandy is uh, a YouTube show that Brandy Rhodes does uh, where she cooks. And usually the meal that she makes has something to do with alcohol. Example, when we did, uh, when I did the show, we did like uh, burgers, but the the patties were like marinated in tequila because you know I love tequila, brother. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, it's so like. But the thing is, you're you're drinking the whole time, and then at the end of the show, you have to chug whatever's left. So you know, it's and I'll be completely honest with you because I started you know before we started, and then I mm-hmm. opened the show chugging, and then I had to make another. Mm-hmm. I was so lit. By the time that show was done, like I was like full tequila sky, mm-hmm. woo 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 woo. Like uh, and mm-hmm. tequila sky for uh, is just a bad Ric Flair impression, anyways. But um, yeah, watch the show; it's a lot of fun. I, I recommend it. That's 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 pretty awesome. I I feel like you have an excuse though. I mean, the goal was to get drunk. You got drunk, and like the you don't want to be the person on the show who walks away sober because that means you did it wrong. Yeah. Total drizz, um, and in the real party party mode fashion, I went back to the hotel and passed out in perfect. the afternoon. Perfect. I woke up to the <laughs> I don't know how Brandy does it because I think she films a couple a, a day, and so um, you know she's back Obviously, she's not doing it now because she's yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, you know. but back then she was like, "Give me five minutes, and then we could start the next one." <laughs> Um, brand, I love brand. the I love the idea of you stumbling back to your hotel, waking up the next morning to the smell of Jr.'s breakfast cooking nearby. <laughs> I bet he makes amazing bacon, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You ever For tried sure. his barbecue sauce? I have. Oh yes, I have. It's real good. That's yeah, good. He's good he's JR's the kind of person you, you talk about him like having his hat with him everywhere he goes and like something. Like, I I love when someone has an identity. It actually made me think of another story I wanted to talk about with you, which is uh, Blue Demon is running for mayor in Mexico City. <laughs> now, now, so Blue Demon is is a luchador and and a longtime wrestler, but like it's interesting because the culture there is it takes wrestling very seriously. That and, picture, <laughs> yeah, I know, and. He's a masked wrestler for the for anyone listening. He's a masked wrestler. He wears a blue mask, but is still running for office and still maintaining 
his identity as Blue Demon. So it's not, you know, it's not like other times other professional wrestlers have run for political office and it's like, all right, okay, let's put things aside. You may remember me as Jesse Ventura, this guy, but now I'm going to be Jesse Ventura, the governor, right? Well, why not, right? Jesse Ventura isn't his real name. You know, I I think he had it changed. He's Jesse the Body Ventura, you know. But I mean, I guess like Glenn Jacobs wasn't like Mayor Kane. Or whatever. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, like, yeah. He should have been. Right? He should have been. But this is the case where Blue Demon is going is running as Blue Demon. <laughs> like, I love that. I think it's great. I think it's good. And I guess I guess they've already figured out. I mean, he hasn't won yet, but there's already a, he's already figured out a way that like he will be able to maintain his lucha luchador anonymity. Um, like while still being the mayor, I don't know. I I think it's really interesting. I'm curious. I'm curious your perspective on this. If there's any place it could work, Mexico City is the place. Wrestling is, I mean, it's a culture there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is uh, in 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 Mexico City. Wrestling is, you know, probably comparative to football or basketball here. You know, I mean, it's it's so big. So like, why not? And Blue Demon is a legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, you know. So why not? Why mm-hmm. can't he be mayor? You know, I think out in Huntington Beach, uh, Tito Ortiz has—he's not like the mayor, but he's like, like whatever they call the guy that's going to probably be mayor next. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, you know, he's uh, you know, if you're going to have a guy that that got punched in the face for a living, why not? Uh, <laughs> why not Blue Demon with his mask? Yeah. I'm surprised it took this long, honestly, um, for something like this to happen in in Mexico City. But I I also, you know, you basically have to go out there every single night and command the attention and respect of the audience. You know, a lot of times through your physicality, but also through just pure charisma you know, and the ability to speak, you know, no one's going to hand a professional wrestler a microphone and say, you have to make a speech now. And they're going to go a sp- sp- speech like it's just <laughs> not going to happen. Right. So, I mean, yeah. in some ways, do you think that professional wrestlers make the best politicians? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, like wrestling politics, wrestling. Huh, uh-huh. I don't know. But I, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, they're perfect because as far as, you know, captivating an audience uh, as far as you know, getting people to buy in on your bullshit, <laughs> you know I mean? like that's, <laughs> yeah, true. That is pro wrestling, and and a lot of that is you know politics. You know, politicians, uh, you know, there are, you know a lot of them will you know make promises that they can't mm-hmm. f- fulfill, and and so do we sometimes. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I'm yeah. gonna walk out as the champion, or I will never eat cereal again. And, and, yeah, yeah. There we are for whatever reason, six months later, we're like eating Fruit Loops, you know, because mm-hmm. there's some sort of story that finds a way. I mean, that's what that's what it is. And, and in a way, politi- professional wrestlers are the perfect politicians. And sometimes you can say politicians really are professional wrestlers that don't take bumps. True. It's true. Which is kind of is the worst form of professional wrestler. Oh, look at the pinkies up. Except the, the espresso up. pinky up. That is a, an, a that's in a statement. We call that a statement. <laughs> from Scorpio's guy. <laughs> <laughs> if you could, so like, oh, what's the future? What's the political future for Scorpio Sky? I'm curious where what you're going to run for. Oh, I'm done. There's no way. Okay. <laughs> so all, right. all they have to, all my uh, political opponent would have to do is roll one episode of BTE or or something, and 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 it's over for me. So yeah, I, I don't think I have a political future. I, yeah, <laughs> or I this the show, same way. you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, people like doing votes like how are you gonna i don't know why i do it this is my political voice how are you gonna vote for him mm-hmm. when he did bully ray's finisher on the same show as bully ray why would it's you true, do yeah, why? Yeah. what is that <gasps> what am i doing it's kind what of that it felt like an like a like an off obama like it yeah. felt like but it was also weird that this is someone shouting to you, the person running for office. So it's almost yeah. like you're running for office. And then yeah. Obama is in the crowd yelling at you criticisms <laughs> about stealing Bully Ray's finisher. I used to do a pretty decent Obama impression. If you go back to the very first episode of Dynamite, mm-hmm. uh, we it was in Washington, D.C. And 
SCU, we went to uh, the White House. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, we, we couldn't go in or behind the gates or anything, but we stood outside the gates, and mm-hmm. we filmed a, a, a promo where I basically was doing an Obama voice, and it was pretty decent. I, I, my impressions have been so bad today, I almost don't really want to go into it okay. or try it, but uh, uh, my fellow Americans, uh, yeah, you, uh, I appreciate you taking the time to... Uh, Listen to Wrestling with the Week every single week. I don't know. That's all I got. We right should now. pull that out, that c- cut the video, and then we just <laughs> and then we, we have our official first endorsement. And then I'll work out my uh, Bill he, Gates impersonation. Someone's going to tweet me uh, and at Scorpio Sky, and they're going to be like, uh, never do that again. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't yeah, know if you I saw mean, the tweet. Someone, our football segment last week, someone's like, yeah, never do that again. I, like, I lost respect for you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're like you don't know how to talk football or whatever. It's like we're doing a bit. Yeah, <laughs> like we, I, I thought it was, it was recorded funny. before the game happened. We we got together and said, "What if we did a bit where we didn't? We made it seem like we didn't know anything that was going on because we actually don't." I mean, though that being said, we were one hundred percent right. Looking back on it now, we were one hundred percent right about everything we predicted. Every um, single thing. And then someone would tweet and say, "You sounded like you didn't know what was going on." And yeah. Go, that sounds like a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so funny. I really don't even pay attention to Twitter too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> every once in a while, either someone will send me something or uh, I'll just peek on there. Just uh, Mostly, I want to see what people are saying about this show uh, mm-hmm. and, and suggestions they make in video games. So I'll look things up. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I came across that and I just thought it was hilarious. Some, I think some of the best uses of social media are when you've kind of established something about yourself, an attribute about yourself. And anytime something related to that attribute happens in the news or otherwise, you get you get tagged and so many things about so many people are letting you know. So for me this week, um, I don't think we have the clip, but because I'm just bringing it up now. But the Sonic the Hedgehog movie um, was they announced the sequel Basically, I mean, they had already we knew that it was coming, but they basically the first images or whatever was just a song and a graphic. And then the two becomes the tails because Sonic has a sidekick called Tails and he has tails. And so uh, so but that morning, you know, I wake up to the smell of Jim Ross's beautiful breakfast. OK, wafting in my nose. And then I go, oh, I'll check the news. And I pull up my phone and it says, you have 1,000 mentions. And I go, that's weird. Did they find my butt shots or whatever? <laughs> Did my busted challenge leak? More on that later. Um, Great but uh, but uh, then I look and it's like, oh, no, the, uh, the Sonic 2 teaser came out and everyone tagged me in it. And it's fine. I appreciate it. It's better than having to go seek out the news. But... It's also like, I don't know. I just would never think to see something and go like, I should make sure James Willems knows about this. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> does James, is James aware? Does James know about this? Cause I got to make sure James knows about this. I'm grateful, but I'm just, I blows my mind. Yeah. You, you can't let it get to you too much. Um, I, I know a lot of wrestlers that live and die on what Twitter says about their matches and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, you have to, really develop thick skin in any form of entertainment, man. And like, I, at one point, like I would seek it out just cause I thought it was funny and I didn't mm-hmm. want, I didn't want to see the positive stuff. I wanted the, like, uh, I'll have like a circle of, of, of friends and we'll look up tweets. Uh, it's almost like mean tweets, you know, the bit, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll yeah. look up the, the tweets, uh, burying us and we'll just compare them. Cause it's funny. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, Charles one, two, eight, seven, five, four. I, I, I apologize. Mm-hmm. You thought my match sucked and I didn't deserve yeah. the time and that I should quit the business. Uh, I'll consider it. Um, and I'm sure the three followers you have agree with you, but you know, it's like, you just can't, you can't let it, you you can't please everybody. Also their profile picture is a picture of you jumping off like the turnbuckle, like doing something incredible. And you're like, wait a minute, hold on. You have a picture of me there. I mean, that's never the case with me, but I assume maybe it happens with you. (laughs) Well, yeah, going back to the, uh, unrestricted podcast. Uh, one of the things I said was that, um, I've toned down on flips and dives and that sort of thing because I just feel mm-hmm. like it's gotten a little bit too easy and and people are a little too afraid to uh, be a little different 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's kind of just like a lot of times if you look at a lot of different shows, it, it's just every every match is just like Canadian Destroyer, Dive, Springboard, mm-hmm. Springboard, Springboard, and everyone's kind of doing the same thing. And and I don't think too many people are like have the guts to step outside that box and try something different. And that's mm-hmm. what I've been trying to do. And it's like everyone's kind of flipping and diving, so I want to maybe go to a little bit more technical. So my match is a little different from other people. Uh, and you know, the, you know, obviously, like in my searches, really for wrestling with the week stuff, I, I stumbled upon a, a little bit of backlash. People were like, "Yeah, it'd be great," uh, but this guy dives every match, and I'm like, uh, "You really don't watch me wrestle? I dove maybe one time in yeah. 2020." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but like, it's just it, it's one of those things you just live with, and uh, it's 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 good. What a lot of people don't understand is it's a small vocal minority. Um, mm-hmm. on social media that you you have to pay attention to, but at the same time, do not let it ruin your day. Don't let it, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I get upset when I see people that are just really, really affected by it because it, it sucks, you know? Nobody yeah. wants to read people saying, you know, you know 300 people calling you an asshole on, <laughs> on social yeah, media, yeah. but, like, it's just, when you put yourself out there, it's going to happen. But, yeah. you know, I, I'll, I'll talk about it like this. I'll say, Look, you know, anywhere from 800,000, 900,000 people are watching Dynamite. That many people saw your match. You know, don't be upset about the 25 people that didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You know? yeah. <laughs> I, I, something, something I've done as well is I always, I count the positive ones, the people who reach out to say something nice and kind as way more, way more valuable than the people who say something negative. Because if, if you go to a place like Yelp or anything like that, people are way more excited to destroy a restaurant that just had like a middling okay experience or whatever. And anytime I go out to eat, I feel the same way. Like, or I haven't been out to eat in years, but if I ever go out to eat again, like it's always the kind of thing where I eat at a place. And if it's a great experience, I just go, oh yes, that's what it was supposed to be. And if it's bad, I always go, maybe someone should be told that this is bad. So (laughs) for me, if someone comes to me and they say something nice or positive, I always go, this one, this counts times 10 for every other thing that anyone else says. And I I genuinely appreciate those kinds of things. Um, Absolutely. You should. Yeah, we should. Um, Speaking of positive feedback, I want to give some positive feedback to the main event from Dynamite. Cause holy cow, you talk about doing something different. Um, that match felt incredibly different to me. Now it did have a flip. There was a flip one time involving the most dangerous part of the whole ring where Kenny uh, did a fireman's carry into a moonsault with a trash can that was on the ring post, which was pretty incredible. Um, but still, did you, did you, what did you think of this match? Did you check out this match? <laughs> I think you're talking about, uh, what is Kenny called? I, he, uh, there's like a name for it. And he, he, he always shouts something right before he does that move. Like video game term. <laughs> you can't something. I don't remember. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not too sure. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's just another, uh, time where, you know, stepping out and doing something different is, mm-hmm. is works and it's fun. And, and, you know, I haven't obviously seen what people are saying about it, but I imagine people are kind of raving and, and really showing their appreciation for what the guys gave. Yeah. I, I, it's really interesting because for me, the period in wrestling in the nineties were like hardcore was like on the rise. I wasn't really bought in. Like I, it wasn't my thing to just, it, I like the comedy of it. And especially when you think about the fact that a match can happen anywhere, anytime, that's really fun. But, uh, I like seeing what people can do in a ring, what they can come up with inside of the limitations of that kind of ring. But this this match did seem really fun. It had some wacky stuff. They were back in the kitchen for a while and people were getting hit with all kinds of things. I always do the thing where someone gets thrown into one of those giant sliding freezers or whatever. And I go, I go, did AEW bring that or does that belong to the, what if they dent that who pays to replace that kind of stuff? Um, but one of the standout moments for me was that at some point, uh, I believe Kenta or no, Kenny was hit with a giant box of potatoes. And I was curious for you, what's the weirdest thing 
you've ever been attacked with in a wrestling match? We'll keep it to a wrestling match, not not everyone. <laughs> That's a, a really tough question. You know, um, I was hit uh, with a cane by a, an old lady in the crowd once. Obviously, obviously, a cane is not strange, but uh, mm-hmm. just the fact that, like, you know, I was a heel that night, and I mm-hmm. and I felt something whip me across my back and I was like, Oh, what was that? <laughs> yeah. and I look back and it's like a 70 year old woman or something, maybe, maybe even older. And she was just like giving it to me. She was just, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, uh, but as far as like anything really crazy, like, I don't think I've really, I, I honestly haven't done too many hardcore style matches in my career. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a few ladder matches, uh, maybe a no DQ match here and there, but nothing too wild. I know Sean Spears and I were supposed to do uh, a no DQ match or something like that, but obviously it didn't end up happening, uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But I was looking forward to, um, to looking forward to doing it because I feel, aside from stunts, mm-hmm. when you have a good story, you can like really like tap into people's emotions with those types of matches. Mick Foley was great with it. Obviously mm-hmm. probably the best ever. Um, you, you look at a lot of matches, uh, a lot of hardcore matches in history. Sometimes they're just like meaningless bumps. Like it's just mm-hmm. like, let's see what stunts we can do that are just crazy and that we can get that like, uh, like jackass uh, reaction to it of like, yeah. Oh my God, I can't believe they did that. And, but uh, if you look at someone like Mick Foley, it was like there was an art to it and, and it was just like it was like it was like you've pushed him beyond the match would have been stopped if that like you've you've hurt this man further than you should be legally within the rules of a wrestling match allowed to. But he's still fighting, I think, is like one of the cool things about stuff yeah. like the potential with that. The art comes from. Being able, like, you can tell the difference when you're watching a match uh, where it's like, oh, these guys are trying to see, like, they're they're doing this for the audience. They're mm-hmm. they're just trying they're trying to see what kind of stunts they can do, and 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 again, historically, you see this happen. Um, uh, and then there's the other side of it when it's done really, really well, and it's like everything they're doing is because these guys don't like each other. They want to hurt each other. They want to beat each other. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of like, that's where you really, really do it well. And then, and you're just a spectator watching these two guys just fight. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and really to me, like still, I, I always want something to feel like a fight. Like if you got two guys in the UFC fighting, um, you know, Anderson Silva is not going to try to head kick this guy because he thinks the crowd is going to enjoy that or the crowd's mm-hmm. going to pop. But he wants to knock him out. He wants to win the fight. He wants to put on an entertaining fight, but he wants to win the fight. That's mm-hmm. the main thing. Um, and that's that's the, yeah, I, what I was looking forward to. Uh, hopefully, I'll get to do this sometime in the future is, is kind of tapping into that violent side, which I haven't really had too many opportunities to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, People don't see that for me. People see me as kind of like the acrobatic, uh, technical, athletic Mm -hmm. type guy. And, um, you know, to be able to show that side that you can be a little (laughs) violent is, Uh uh, and, and really, you know, have some fun with it. Yeah, for sure. Well, then let me flip the question because we still have we still have to talk about at least one last thing before this, we wrap up the show. If you could if you could use a weapon on somebody else that no one that maybe is a little unconventional to really showcase your violent side, what would it be? I, I uh, if you need it, if you need a second, I can hit you with mine. What's yours? It's a kendo stick with a cactus on the end. <laughs> Wow, a yeah. cactus? Yeah, that would really, really, really hurt. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah. <laughs> sometimes those things they get in you, and then like two days later, you're still pulling them out. You're like, "What the Ugh. hell's up with this cactus?" Anyway, what <laughs> do you have? One for you? Um, my words. Oh wow! Because okay. <laughs> those hurt. I, I would rather, you know, maybe instead you. of doing a hardcore match and hitting someone with a chair, mm-hmm. I'll just send them a mean tweet. Wow. Yeah. Like your gear sucks. No. But why do you have a picture of me in your profile? <laughs> no, it's just an egg. Thank oh, you very okay. Much. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah, because the account was created three days ago. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. To troll you. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of trolling, um, we are have kind of come to the end of this episode, but we make promises, we keep promises. And uh and so last week. We saw the results 
of the do you really want to see James do the busset challenge? Uh, and they were overwhelming. Look 92% at that. 92% said yes. Now, here's the thing. If how what are the numbers here? If only 20 people voted, <laughs> what does that mean? But <laughs> either way, percentage wise, 92% said yes. And as I've said before, I I will do I'll do anything for this show. I'm and so I, excited. And I so we are here now to premiere my full busset challenge. Eric, Eric, what's up? Uh, okay, so I have spoken with legal and I showed them the video, which mm -hmm. was a whole other conversation. Okay. But do I still have said, a job? Yes, they said for now you're fine, but mm -hmm. uh, only for now. And uh, I said, cool, we can show this. And they said, yeah, but you can't play the song. This is a copywritten song. We don't own the license for like we can't yeah, just yeah. play the song. Okay. And I went, oh, understandable. Okay, so we so we have to put it out. We'll have to put it out on social. We can still. So I did get clearance to show the video. I'll sing it. We well, can. I hope so. Whoa! It's my I'll video. Wait, yeah. You got. Wait, hang on. You got hang on. Wait, to wait. show my video. Bravo. Yeah. Legal. Yeah, yeah, nice <laughs> job. <laughs> I Wait, have never Scott, seen you... this, by the way. I, I just, just so everyone knows, like, mm -hmm. I'm assuming Eric, you, yeah, of course you've seen oh. it, uh, James. I have not seen this, so I am excited. I'm going to be seeing it for the very first time with all of our viewers. So here we go. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you, you have to do the song, I guess. I, I yeah. wish there was a way that you could listen to it at the same time. Anyway, let's. Can we just, do, whenever you guys are ready, do do <laughs> this we... thing. I'm ready. <laughs> all right. I think my butt get big, butt get big, butt get big, butt get big. <laughs> I think my butt bust. Bust. <laughs> so, yes, that is my busset challenge video. That was great. Um, I love I the wig. I could see so the going. towel wig or what is that? So what? So I know I was a little unclear on the rules. You said it's someone and they're supposed to be in their like regular clothes. And then when they drop, they're all they're They're built up to mu looking much nicer. So, you know, of course, it starts with me and my wrestling with the week T-shirt, my casual all around wear. And then what I dropped into, I actually changed into it's a turtle onesie. Uh, you can't really see it, but uh, there is a shell on the back. So there's my wrestling with the week. Yeah. Um, just casual you're working the camera, man. Working yeah. that camera. Look at that. Not breaking eye contact. And then boom, boom drops no, right into the pop, pop and drop right into my onesie. Now, I did notice that because I tied off the arms of the onesie uh, in front of me so they'd be out of the way so I could so I could truly bust it. But I also noticed it swings between my legs, which really creates just a terrible look. Just a disgusting, terrible it look. It swings between my legs. Episode it six. <laughs> or five, what is this? <laughs> but I delivered oh, so as good. promised. That is my busted challenge entry. I delivered as promised. Why so. was that? What was the look on your face? What was going on? Like, you just, you look like you're mm -hmm. in a trance. So, like, you look unwell. Yeah, yeah. so I... I, I was number one. Yeah, I was caught up in the bus at number two. My wife, who helped me film it, uh, had a gun pointed at me just <laughs> just outside of the lens. So uh, if you're curious why I have that expression. No, eye contact is the most important part because I watched a bunch of them to prepare. And I noticed they all maintain that eye contact. And so yeah. I wanted to make sure. You made your wife film that. I love it. I love it. This is this is why we're doing the show. This is this what is the great thing about social media. That mm -hmm. right there. This is the power yes. of yes. Thank you. Well, on that note, I think that brings us to the end of episode five of Wrestling with the Week, the King Kong Bundy episode. King Kong Bundy episode, um, and or the so Bret Hart. Five championship when you beat Taker. Remember? Oh, yeah. All right. Sorry. I mean, continue. No, no. We could find a ton of fives probably. Um, but yeah. So thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. Um, please. This this is definitely an interactive show. I think one of our favorite parts is taking the things that you guys send us, share with us, want us to talk about, want us to discuss. Um, so please continue doing that. You can, you can follow us, reach us, communicate with us at WWT. W pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can also just reach out to sky and I directly, no problems there. 
Um, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep we'll keep looking at your stuff because I honestly, you know, we talk about the week. We've got our news stories, but I also really, really like how the things you guys send to us get us going down these stories, get us going down these tangents. And uh, and it really creates a unique flavor to this show that I really look forward to every single week. So thank you guys for watching and listening. Sky. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, once again, yeah, just recapping. If anybody uh, has anything that they want to show us, want us to talk about, reach out. WWTW pod uh, at Scorpio Sky at James Willems feet. Get mm-hmm. in the comments. Hit us up. Um, you know, smash that like button. I, I've always wanted to say that. Um, oh, God. Subscribe. No <laughs> I love that. There goes your political smash that like right button, man. Smash <laughs> that like button. Like, mm-hmm. I just love that term, man. Smash yeah. that like button, you know? Yeah. Pile drive <laughs> like, that like button. We have to customize ooh, it to our own brand, yeah. I like that. Demolition, uh, smash that like button. <laughs> like, I feel like you got to put some, like, emphasis in it, like, for the people mm-hmm. watching on video, you know, you got to smash yeah. that like button. You go button, smash that lork button. That like button. Yeah, you got to put your shoulder into it, maybe. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. Thank you. It looks everyone. like you're doing your busted challenge over there. Careful. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta stop. Too much coffee. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, thank you so much, everyone. Uh, five episodes not canceled yet. Love it. Yet. Hopefully, we will be back next week for episode six. What is episode six? Uh, what is six? Six. six. The uh, upside down nine episode, yeah. Oh, I was to say, yeah. <laughs> the guy who isn't Sting episode. <laughs> oh, the X Pac episode, the Sean <laughs> there, Waltman episode. There we go. There we go. There we go. Come back there for our Sean Waltman episode. All right. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for watching, listening, and we will see you in seven days for another episode of Wrestling with the Week.